the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul. FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. Saying Vladimir Putin cannot remain in power, President Biden delivered a major speech in front of the Royal Castle in Warsaw, Poland within the hour, saying Putin's attack on Ukraine has delivered an unintended consequence. NATO is stronger and more unified than ever. Former Missouri Senator Jim Talent says it's clear that the U.S. needs to help Ukraine. We should be sending them whatever systems will help them in this conflict without worrying about whether we call them defensive or offensive. The bright line test should be we're going to support the Ukrainians in this. We're not going to involve our own forces. Speaking with the Salem Radio Network this week, the former Missouri senator said Mr. Biden needs to remember freedom goes hand in hand with energy independence. President Biden's speech today capped a four-day visit to Europe where he spoke with NATO and its allies. This is SRN News. This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. The Senate Judiciary Committee hears from Supreme Court nominee Judge Brown Jackson. I can't answer in the abstract. Well, these are, Judge, these are not abstract. These are very concrete. Join us for our program and sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Every Saturday evening at 7 and Sunday nights at 11, here on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot, broadcasting from the Kirby and Christina Realty Studios. And you can join us for a night of debate with leading conservative candidates for Attorney General Thursday, March 31st at Providence Academy in Plymouth. Invite a friend and reserve your seats at am1280thepatriot.com. Take a look at your weather tonight. Mostly clear to low 14. Tomorrow, sunny and a high of 32. And for your Monday, partly sunny, high of 41. The Narn with Mitch Berg continues. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that says send us your tired, huddled masses yearning to see red. The show that's making talk radio great again. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. I'm the headliner, Mitch Berg. Uh, 18 years and counting, going on 19 years, heading towards that two-decade mark of dominating Twin Cities weekend media, which really means dominating Twin Cities media. I mean, think about it. Weekend media is where we get to freestyle, where we get to actually go for the stories that matter, as opposed to have them dictated to us. Uh, anyway, I, it's myself, Jack Tomzak, the new guy, coming up at 3 o'clock, uh, Brad Carlson, who's uh, the the Closer edition every Sunday, 1 to 3. We flipped last week, but we're back to normal today. Brad will be back to normal tomorrow. 
And King Banyan, Saturday mornings from 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. Uh, check us out wherever you can, however you want to. We're there. We're also, by the way, available. You want to call in, 651-289-4488, the number to call. You can also join us on Twitter, Gab, Parler, MeWe, and Getter using the hashtag NarnShow. That's N-A-R-N Show. Uh, we've got, uh, we, we got, we got people ponying up to get questions in there. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll get some of those in here off of uh, social media sometime later on in the broadcast here. Uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> we'll definitely get to, but we were talking in the last hour, by the way, about, um, a, we'll, uh, we, we've, uh, <laughs> we were talking in the last hour about light rail and, uh, the, the ceremony and pomp and circumstance that attended the launching of the green line. On January 14th, I want to say it was the 14th of uh, 2014, 2014, eight, almost eight years ago now. And yeah, it was the last time you saw most of these socially prominent, politically prominent figures like like uh, Betty McCollum, like uh, who was the other senator, Amy Klobuchar, like Governor Dayton at the time. Uh, like Lieutenant Governor Smith, who is now a senator. You saw all these people. You saw Keith Ellison riding up and down the line. You saw uh, all of the people who are are prominent in, in Twin Cities Democrat politics riding on the line, sitting among the hoi polloi, getting their photos taken, getting their, 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 they, getting their photo ops among the rabble before they jumped into their chauffeured vehicles and drove elsewhere. Uh a friend of the blog, Steve, uh, writes, I wonder if Al Franken got a selfie with a passed out rider on the train. <laughs> I don't think there were nearly that many passed out riders on the train that first day. Although, I got to say, I put nothing past it. My first ride, I got on the train. This is probably at 6 in the evening. No, 6 in the evening? No, probably about 7 o'clock. I couldn't get free that evening until 7 o'clock at night. I jumped on the train at the Hamlin Avenue station. There were a bunch of drunk college kids there, like completely hammered, and a couple of them were like goofing off, and it was no big deal, just drunk, stupid college kid behavior. Kids from Hamlin, I mean, that's what they do. <laughs> Believe me, I've lived in the neighborhood for a long time, drunk Hamlin kids, the stories I could tell, but I won't, provided people start pound- <laughs> hitting me with Jacksons, if you will. No, no, I'll just, it's not applicable to the show right now. Anyway, heading downtown. Drunk college kids, big whoop, no problem. Heading back, on the other hand, after I watched, uh, after I took a walk around Union Depot, checked out the facilities for all the the one passenger train a day, and like what two or three Greyhound buses, and and the mega bus that stops in every so often, I, I jumped on the train to start riding home. It was after dark by this point. I grabbed a drink somewhere and was uh, looking around the facility. Union Depot is a beautiful place, and and I'll tell you this. We sure got uh, a lot of remodeling done for $240 million, but whatever. That's the cost of remodeling a pre-war building these days, I guess. Who knows? I I haven't tried to remodel a, a train station lately. I, maybe that's a perfectly fair price. No idea. But as I was riding back, I was standing, sitting actually towards one corner of the train, watching the crowd, and one fellow, let's just say a, a younger fellow, probably late 20s, early 30s, shall I say, visibly, audibly, and olfactorily intoxicated, staggered down to the train, as uh, to the end of the train where me and, I'll just put it this way, two other rather large guys were sitting, minding our own business, just trying to get home from this first day on the train. 
and challenged the three of us to a fight. Now, I had been busy observing the fact that there was almost no light on in downtown St. Paul between, say, I don't know, Jackson Street and Cedar, that far down in downtown, indicating that really after 7 o'clock at night, nothing was happening in downtown St. Paul between Lower Town and Upper Town. Not a radical observation, except, of course, it means downtown St. Paul is moribund after dark, outside of a little cluster down around what is now Saints Stadium, and a little cluster around the Orpheum and the, or the Ordway, rather, the Ordway and uh, the River Center and the, the, the Excel Energy Center. And a few bars and restaurants that are somewhat busy up around the St. Paul Hotel. That's it. That's all there is going on. And literally, in downtown St. Paul, on the train, there's virtually nothing to do other than ride the train or get drunk and ride the train or get high and ride the train or pass out while riding the train. You're not going down there for entertainment. I'm told there's a restaurant or two down at uh, Union Station. I'm not sure I would take the train to get to them, but I digress. So if if Al Franken, no, Al, no, does Steve in uh, in Excelsior, I uh, do not believe that Al Franken took any selfies with passed out riders. I think he was probably off the train moments, maybe an hour before people started passing out on the train on that very first day of Green Line service. Because I would not doubt that at least one of the college kids or the fellow who tried to pick a fight with three of us, sober, large gentlemen at one end of the trade, uh, I wouldn't put money past any of them being passed out by the time I by the by the time that evening was over here. So hope that answers your question, Steve, in uh, in Excelsior. So six five one two eight nine four four eight eight is the number to call. Now, the big news this past week in politics, other than the ongoing war in Ukraine, about which we will speak again shortly here, not that I cover a lot of international news because I'm placed to cover Twin Cities news and Minnesota news for the most part, but uh, we'll come back to that in a bit. But the big news this past week was the ongoing Senate confirmation hearings for the open Supreme Court seat for which uh, Judge Jackson has been uh, nominated. Now... You could say, I, as a conservative, I have said over the years that it's high time that the Senate learned that the confirmation hearings are supposed to be advising and consenting the president. And the Senate is not supposed to use this as a, as a vehicle, as a platform for politics, quite frankly. It is. It's inevitable that it is. Uh, but... It's not supposed to be that way. I mean, for the most part, uh, elections have consequences. We are seeing one of those consequences right now. Say what you will about the election, but we have a president in office who won an election. And one of the powers reserved to the president who has won the election is to nominate Supreme Court justices for a lifetime term. That's one of the checks and balances of the Federalist system that, if you're a conservative, you're supposed to respect. Now, Kentanji Brown-Jackson is the nominee. She was nominated specifically because Joe Biden promised an African-American woman on the, on the Supreme Court bench. He did that less than two de- decades after scabrously filibustering the nomination of 
a supremely, superbly qualified conservative black woman for the Supreme Court bench. Because, of course, you can't just have any African-American woman on the Supreme Court bench. No, they have to be a progressive. They have to be a representative of what an African-American woman is supposed to be, according to the political class. Janice Roberts Brown was not that person. Janice Roberts Brown was someone who defied the narrative. A constitutional originalist in the tradition of Justice Thomas. Which the left cannot have another of. Like like a Justice Thomas, Clarence Thomas, only female. And you just see heads exploding at the thought of the first African-American woman on the court being a conservative originalist. This could not be allowed. Joe Biden made darn sure that the first African-American woman would be and would have to be and could indeed only be a progressive, which, by the way, the media has been incredibly remiss in failing to cover. But that's fine. Ketanji Brown Jackson, from a perspective uh, from the perspective of progressive, quite qualified to, uh, to to be a Supreme Court justice, although. We'll talk about some of the uh, the journalistic fraud involved in uh, supporting her nomination from the Washington Post a little later on this hour here. But there was a question that came up in the hearings yesterday uh, asked by Ted Cruz. Who else? Uh, perhaps not a likable man, but by God, one of the sharpest legal minds ever to sit in the United States Senate. And he asked Ketanji Brown Jackson a question that would have taken anyone in this audience, anyone with their feet grounded in reality, roughly two seconds to respond to as eloquently as it needed to be responded to. Ted Cruz asked Katanji Brown Jackson, what's a woman? And Ms. Brown Jackson waffled and fumford and said, I, I don't know. I'm not a biologist. Now, If you're a normal, if you're someone who, well, for that matter, if you are a biologist, which, by the way, I nearly was, well, okay, I wasn't nearly, but I did major in it for like a semester. (laughs) I, I I was biologist enough to know that the answer to that question is an adult human with two X chromosomes. That's the scientific answer. That's the genealogical answer. That's the genetic answer. An adult human with two X chromosomes in their in their gene sequence. That's it. That's a woman. And you can go further into other physical traits, emotional traits, biochemical traits, but really they all trace back to the fact that a woman is a human who has reached adult years, whatever those are considered to be in your culture, generally over 18 these days who has two X chromosomes, a man, similar, except an X and a Y chromosome. That pretty much covers it. Three seconds at the outside to answer that. And Katanji Brown Jackson took considerably longer to say she's not a biologist. But the answer she gave exposed, I think, something much more important than her view of science. It, in fact, uh, exposed the front lines of today's culture war. And 
who are the Ukrainians and who are the Russians in this culture war? I'll explain when I come back. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free GetUpside gas app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the GetUpside app? Yes, up to 25 cents a gallon cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I'll make 200 to $300 this year. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free GetUpside app now. Download the free GetUpside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code PIPE for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 50 cents a gallon on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code PIPE for up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. That's code PIPE. Hi, friends. This is Katie Pavlich from townhall.com. The liberal media and big tech are working overtime to promote the left's anti-American agenda to silence me and the reporters on our team at Town Hall. We must bring the truth to the American people free from the spin of big media and the censorship of big tech companies. Town Hall covers the news that matters, exposing the COVID lies, the leftist rot and crime surge in our cities, the illegal alien crisis at our southern border, and all of Joe Biden's unconstitutional overreach including the critical race theory attacks on our children and grandchildren by school boards working with the Department of Justice. Visit townhall.com each morning, afternoon, and night for the truth as my team investigates the Biden administration, their big media friends, and leftist activists. With your support, we can keep holding government bureaucrats and their allies in the media accountable. Visit townhall.com today to join the fight. The fight for our nation starts with townhall.com. What does it mean to be a Christian woman in our current culture? How does your faith in Christ relate to the world around you? At times, being a Christian can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and challenging landscape. That's why you should visit iBelieve.com, a site designed for Christian women. Whether you're looking for insight, conversation starters for your church group, or just an uplifting message, you'll find it at iBelieve.com. Visit iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. The Salvation Army's annual food drive is happening right now. Please help by donating food or money or by hosting a food drive. Learn more at 2millionpounds.org. That's 2millionpounds.org. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. The number to call, join us, won't you please? So... Patriots Business Benefactor Program is back. That's Business Benefactor Program. Once again, benefiting Cade. Children with autism deserve education. So that's who you're benefiting. As of 2014, one in every 59 children was identified as being on the spectrum. The need is real. For your gift of $1,500, we'll give you 40 commercials to use. For your business, your church, your organization, on here, or here on the Patriots, just call 651-289-4444 to help your community. And get 40 commercials as a thank you. 
289-4444, the number to call should you care to participate. It's great. You can buy them for your business, for your nonprofit, for your church. You can buy a tip, bag it on your neighbor. We don't care. Wait. I'm told that's not encouraged. Okay, we care about that. Do not buy 40 commercials to gossip about your neighbor. But anything else, your business, your church, your your nonprofit group, your club, your your rotary, we don't care. Just just do it. 1500 bucks benefits a great cause. Cade, children with autism deserve education. Uh, we're talking about the hearings, the hearings uh, in uh, for, for Ketanji Brown-Jackson's confirmation in the United States Senate Judiciary Committee, her uh, attempt to get her confirmed to, re- uh, to uh, replace retiring Justice Breyer on the Supreme Court. Now, I said uh, that Ted Cruz asked a question, what is a woman? And she answered, well, I don't know. I'm not a biologist. A caller, uh, at least one caller, called in and said it was actually uh, Marsha Blackburn who asked the question. I don't know. I'm not an anthropologist. See how it works, folks? You just have to make an appeal to authority that you don't have, and, and you, you can skate away. You're not a biologist. You don't have to answer questions about whether a woman is an adult human with two X chromosomes. A man is an adult human with X and Y chromosomes. Oh, but what? There's more than just two combinations. Yeah, there are. There are different combinations of chromosomes. There are mutant chromosomal combinations who are less than one in a thousand people in nature. Less than one in a thousand humans are less have any kind of a mutation whatsoever, much less a dramatic mutation like, say, hermaphrodism, where you have, let's just say, parts from both sides of the aisle, as it were. Uh, those are exceedingly rare. And by the way, fairly heavily studied, and most of the variations that do exist don't really affect how a person looks, acts, or feels about their gender, about their sex, really. That's that's the biological, scientific term for it, of, of which there are, barring a few outlier exceptions, two, male and female. You don't have to be a biologist, but if you were, that's how you'd see it. You don't have to be an anthropologist, and so if you are, you don't have to be for it to matter whether it's Marshall Blackburn or Ted Cruz. Heck, I'll look it up. Some, the person, the place where I read it ascribed it to Cruz. Either way, and it could very well be wrong. There, there you go for talking about social media or getting information from social media, I should say. But I'm here not so much to talk about, uh, about the candidate's no, the nominee's reaction, although it's important. It's important for reasons I'll explain in a bit. I mean, I've heard a lot of people on social media today, mostly people on the left, saying, well, it was just a question to try and it was a throwaway question, a stupid question just to try and get her goat. And it's possible to look at it that way and see that way if you're not an especially critical thinker and you don't know what the Supreme Court is there for. The Supreme Court does not try traffic court cases as such. They may try the aftermath of Supreme Court uh, of uh, traffic cases that wind up uh, treading on constitutional or civil liberties issues. That, that will happen occasionally. It has happened. But they're not the ones who will hear the lawsuit about your, your homeowners association and the color you paint your house. Although, if it treads upon a civil liberties issue, it may well get through the system to the Supreme Court. Here's what what Marsha, whether it was Ted Cruz or Marsha Blackburn's question, does help us get to. Being able to answer quickly, coherently, and 
in line with what the rest of us know about biology doesn't perhaps matter a whole lot in the great scheme of things if you're talking about a Supreme Court justice who's going to go on to argue constitutional issues. But having a definition of key concepts is important. Now, what is a woman may never come up on the Supreme Court docket, but other concepts where uh, giving an answer like, I don't know, you have to ask a biologist, may have no legal weight, but it certainly has a rhetorical, perhaps moral weight in that you're not going to put an opinion out there because you don't want to cheese off the political base that is behind your nomination. Because if you say a woman is an adult human with two X chromosomes, as you have seen on social media for the last several days, if you were to say that, you would never do lunch in Georgetown again. The progressive base that controls, I should say, the extremist leftist base frequently mischaracterized as progressive, that controls the Democratic Party nationwide, as in Minnesota, would excoriate any person who came out in public and said, well, a woman is an adult human with two X chromosomes. They would beat that person like a cheap piece of veal. They would cancel that person. They would deplatform that person, perhaps not Katanji Brown-Jackson herself, because she's in a rather prominent position that's rather important for the left to, to replace Justice Breyer with someone even farther out to the left. So they won't completely cancel her. But you've seen the stories of academics who, for whatever reason, oh, academics, about people in, in, in the larger culture who dare to say, that a woman is, in one term or another, using whatever terms you want, a adult human with two X chromosomes, not some other term that's been foisted upon us by a, a, a radicalized academia with an agenda and, and an interest in, in destroying, breaking down the boundaries around which societies have already al always been built which, by the way, is where this notion comes from on the left. That's what they're trying to do, break down society, rebuild it in their own image, an image without boundaries, an image with boundaries, rather, that are fluid and that they can control to their, their whim. But we've seen this. Uh, J.K. Rowling is a classic example. The toast of, well, I'm not especially politicized personality until fairly recently, certainly someone who's never been mistaken for a cultural or social conservative, the author of the Harry Potter series, the first author in the history of writing to become a billionaire on royalties from her books. That's never happened in the world of literature before. I mean, even William Shakespeare, well, if he were alive, he'd probably be a billionaire, but he's not. Hasn't been for quite some time. I mean, I'm not a biologist, but I think dead means dead. You see where this goes, ladies and gentlemen. J.K. Rowling has been ostracized, pilloried by the parts of popular culture that hold to the left's vision of, of, of society, of science, of, of fact, like what a woman is. And 
you, you've seen, you, you've seen, you've heard, perhaps not in the mainstream media, but every on the conservative media that we represent here at this station, you've heard what's happened to the likes of J.K. Rowling or what happened to our own uh, Michael Knowles, who occasionally fills in for Ben Shapiro on Freedom 1570, our sister station at Freedom 1570. He went on the air and had the temerity to say, male and female outside of a few biological outliers are pretty cut and dried. Woman's a woman, man's a man. You can identify as anything you want, but it doesn't change biological fact. I mean, any more than I, I, I identify, uh, the fact that I, that I identify as Anna Kendrick's boyfriend changes the facts. It doesn't make it true. There are certain things that are empirical and obvious and, and that, that can't be changed by mere wishful thinking or by whatever machinations your mind goes through. Well, uh, by the way, they, they, uh, Harry's Razors canceled their sponsorship of the Michael Knowles show, uh, which we will talk about in a future week here, no doubt here, uh, which, by the way, why I've stopped using Harry's wonderful razors, and I'm looking for an alternative approach here. Let's go to the phones. Bob and Shorber, you've got about a minute. Go right ahead. Yeah, I, I wanted to get to the point as to why the left is trying to obliterate the distinction between male and female. It has to do with same-sex marriage uh, in the book of Genesis. Uh, it says that the man shall leave his a man male in the Hebrew shall leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife female, and the two shall become one flesh. Uh, if you can get rid of the distinction between male and female, then you can nullify God's example. Bob, I believe I believe you're absolutely right. Except I think you have it slightly backwards, not completely backwards. I think eliminating same-sex marriage. Or sorry, sorry. Uh, changing the definition of marriage was the first step in changing the definition of man and woman. I think changing a legal institution like marriage that has that, uh, by the way, that the social left has been beating to a pulp for decades, starting with no fault divorce 50 years ago, 60 years ago, 50 to 60 years ago. Uh, and and re- really devaluing the institution, first of all, in its traditional form making it more disposable in its traditional form, then completely abolishing its traditional form, and now abolishing the traditional form of what is a man, what is a woman, That I, I think that's the order of things here, though you're not wrong. Northern Alliance AM 12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. I'll be right back. Hey, Carpe Diem. Awesome. That means we're going fishing, eh? No, Carpe Diem. It's Latin. It means to seize the day, like do it now, which is what you got to do if you want a custom-built Arctic spa from Premier Pool and Spa. It's kind of like ASAP, eh? Yeah, now you got it. Due to the increased demand for Arctic spas, you should order your custom-built spa now. So call Premier Pool and Spa and pick the color you want, the size, the kind of LED lighting, the number of pumps and jets, all that stuff. Hey, that's like over 2 million combinations. That's right. Do it today, because the early bird gets the worm, you know. Nice worms. That means we are going fishing in. Oh, Visit Premier Pool and Spa in Chanhassen today. Arctic spas are engineered for the world's harshest climates. You deserve it. PremierPools.com. Premier Pool and Spa, where we take fun seriously, eh? PremierPools.com. PremierPools.com. 
At Salem Media Group, we are looking for sales professionals with a rare blend of talent and skill to be a part of our community. First, you know beyond any doubt that sales is your thing. And while your current situation may not embody this ideal, you are still committed to the consultative process, a sales method that incorporates creativity and partnership deeply rooted in a matchmaker philosophy. Second, you truly are a fanatic about prospecting. You love the hunt. You think about new business all the time and always have your antennas up for leads that make sense. And third, you are what we at Salem Media Group call an appointment procurement professional. That's right. You're skilled and adept at gaining a face-to-face audience with key decision makers to investigate win-win opportunities. If this threefold identity describes you, call me, Nick Anderson, General Manager at 651-289-4408 or visit us at am1280thepatriot.com. You aren't eating the healthy food you want to eat. Between work, family life, and the general day-to-day events, there just isn't time to do more than hit the drive through on your way home. And fast food always seems to leave you feeling lethargic and just missing out on the vital nutrition you get from fresh fruits and vegetables. That's why Balance of Nature exists. Balance of Nature was developed to help combat the unhealthy lifestyle that seems to permeate throughout America. Balance of Nature takes a nutritious blend of 31 different fruits and vegetables, puts them through an advanced cold vacuum process, grinds them up, and delivers them right to your door. You can get all the recommended servings of fruits and vegetables into your diet in just a few seconds without worrying about buying, storing, and preparing them. Eat better and feel better by going to balanceofnature.com and be sure to get 35% off your first preferred order by using discount code BALANCE. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. The following words are not those of me speaking about me. I am an not a bit, not a bit. I am an but, yeah, you know things have entered upside down world. When conservatives, little work-a-daddy, hug-a-mommy conservatives, like, well, yours truly, and most of us, really, are are the counterculture. By the way, that band that just played that song, which was my high school prom theme, I'll have you know, uh, Anarchy in the UK, by the classic punk band, the Sex Pistols. Back then, they represented a, a, a movement that was, well... Largely, not much of a movement. It was basically a big flipping off of society. A bunch of 20-year-olds, go figure, doing that. A hard to fa- believe that at this remove, we're going on, what, 45 years from then, from when bands like that uh, hit the scene here in America, uh, that we are the counterculture here, folks. We are what bands like the Sex Pistols and the Clash and all those people I play for bumper music today were back then, to the point where you've got the lead singer of the band you just heard, the Sex Pistols, a fellow known to history as Johnny Rotten. His real name's Johnny Lydon. He's a hasn't changed a whole lot in the last 45 years, uh, except he's gotten a lot more articulate. He, he, he went on and said something this past week. Who'd have thought? I'm paraphrasing him closely because I don't have it in front of me here right now, but who'd have thought in 2022, 45 years after 
the Sex Pistols, The Clash, and many bands like them, uh, and the entire punk counterculture crowd sprang upon the world, that if you go forward 45 years, it's the conservatives who are the ones questioning the authority and the, quote, liberals, end quote, the, quote, progressives, end quote, the left that have mutated over the time into the scolding, authoritarian, humorless droogs that we face today. He used terms that I I can't use on a Salem station just as well. I think I described his point of view just fine. (laughs) It is interesting. The number of, I wouldn't say that he's become a conservative today, but it's interesting to note just as a, a parenthetical here that Johnny Rotten, John Lydon, is making noises that sound vaguely conservative, at least socially, not socially, but ethically conservative these days. (laughs) The idea that free speech exists, the idea that if we don't protect the speech of those we despise, we protect no speech. And the idea that Joe Strummer, the other greatest lead singer of the other greatest punk band of all time, this is a rumor that Orthodox punks today deny to their dying breath, but there's rumors that before he died of a of a, a massive heart attack in 2002 that Joe Strummer, lead singer of The Clash, had turned into a Tory. He'd pulled his kids out of the public schools. He'd put them in a private school. He was sick to death of the taxes he was paying. He was starting to think in free market terms after a career of babbling a lot of socialist blather and writing some great music about it, quite frankly. It's interesting how these people have grown in quote, office, end quote, as it were. Anyway, we're talking about uh, Ketanji Brown-Jackson's statement uh, and when asked by either Ted Cruz or Marsha Blackburn. I'm not a historian. I don't know. But one of them asked, what's a woman? And Ketanji Brown-Jackson waffled on that most essential, simple question of of all of humanity. What is a woman? It would take you and I two seconds and probably give you a half second's change. An adult human with two X chromosomes. Two seconds, maybe. And I was probably more verbose than I needed to be because I'm a talk show host. I've got a license to be verbose. But it, you can hear people saying, okay, well, that's a, it's a trick question. It's a stupid question. It has nothing to do with anything she, she's ever going to decide in court other than perhaps if she sees a trans rights case. And I'll just show that she has an open mind about transgenderism. I'm going to say no. Actually, what this is is really two things. For starters, it indicates exactly what Cruz or Blackburn. I'm not a law professor, but it illustrates exactly what they wanted it to illustrate in a legal perspective, from the perspective of what one expects from a Supreme Court justice. Because a justice who can't answer clearly and affirmatively about something that we know from empirical science, that we know from genetics, that we know from studying the human genome is, in fact, a scientifically black or white question. What is a woman? If if Ketanji Ketanji Brown-Jackson can't answer that question with a fair degree of certainty, and instead waffles off to, I'm not a biologist. I don't want to answer that because unstated reason. She doesn't want to incur the wrath 
of the left cancel mob and perhaps further jeopardize the left's chances in these, these uh, in the upcoming midterms. She would also have a hard time answering some questions that are fairly clear that are put before the court and that, depending on the side of the culture war you're on, do have some fairly cut-and-dried answers. Like, what are property rights? What happens when property rights interfere with the freedom of speech? Say, for example, you're a property owner, and there is a mostly peaceful but not entirely peaceful protest coming your way. What are your property—how do property rights and the right to free speech intersect? Now, if you're a conservative, if you're especially a conservative who values libertarian principles, the answer is easy. They don't. One right doesn't interfere with another right. Rights don't interfere with other rights. If something is a right, then it doesn't interfere with another right. If you have a right to do something, that right cannot interfere with someone else's right. For example, when progressives say health care is a right, it's not. Because your right to health care uh, infringes on someone else's right to, to their earnings, to the fruits of their own labor. It takes tax money for which other people have to work. So it's not a right. It's an entitlement. Same with housing, by the way. Someone's got to pay for it. And if you're forcing someone else to pay for it, and make no mistake, Forcing people, I mean, taxation is force. It is enforced at the end of the day by someone with a gun coming to your door and taking you to jail if you don't do it. Ergo, it's force. Rights don't involve force. A conservative would answer, Clarence Thomas would answer that quickly and easily. Someone like Katanji Brown Jackson would say, I'm not a lawyer. Well, wait, she is. Say, I'm not, I'm not a philosopher, I'm not an ethicist. That's one. How about freedom of association? How does the right to freedom of association affect the, the values of the community? And vice versa. Say, with a case like the, uh, the, the bakers and the florists and the photographers and the wedding planners who didn't want, for religious reasons, to participate in same-sex weddings. Didn't depose them. Didn't infringe on people's right to have them. Didn't do anything, just didn't want to participate, and yet ran afoul of these targeted lawsuits uh, demanding compliance with the latest in social mores. How would she answer that? Does the community's desire to enforce same-sex marriage infringe on freedom of, of association? Can, can that be forced? If you're a conservative, that's an easy answer. Another answer even easier than, 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 than what is a woman. No, it doesn't. Find another baker. What would Katanji Brown Jackson say? I don't know. I'm not a baker. How about another question that will be coming to the Supreme Court, most likely while uh, Ms. Brown Jackson is on the bench or very shortly before she ascends to the bench? When does human life begin? If you're conservative and you follow the science, three seconds at conception. Because it's that moment that the the unique DNA that will mark that person 
in all of their traits, besides X and Y chromosomes even, is set at that moment. The moment the conception happens, that, that zygote has unique DNA throughout all of human history. That took me 20 seconds, and I got into a little bit of biology there. What would Ketanji Brown-Jackson say? I don't know. I'm not a geneticist. How about, how about the phrase, what, what is meant, how about asking the question, I should say, what is meant by the phrase, right of the people? It pops up in the Constitution all over the place. It refers to rights as diverse as speech and worship and the right to keep and bear arms, and, by the way, also the separation of powers in the Tenth Amendment. So it means something. Oh, it means something in the Third Amendment as well. It means something all over the Constitution. It's used for a reason in the Constitution. What does the phrase right of the people mean? Does it, is it a collective right, or is it an individual right? Well, if, 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 if you're conservative especially a conservative with some libertarian traits to you whatsoever, your answer takes you five seconds at the very most. It's the right of people as individuals, period. End of story, full stop. What would Ketanji Brown-Jackson say on that one? I don't know, I'm not a demographer. How about the question, what is justice? Define justice to us. What would Ketanji Brown-Jackson say? I'm not a Supreme Court justice. Let's take a quick break. We'll go to the phones when we come back. Jeff and Bloomington, stick around with us here. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. I'm not a producer, but I'm pretty sure we'll be back soon. But again, I'm not a board operator. See where this goes? See where this goes? AM 1280, The Patriot. Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-764-2179. 800-764-2179. That's 800-764-2179. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. At Salem Media Group, we are looking for sales professionals with a rare blend of talent and skill to be a part of our community. First, you know beyond any doubt that sales is your thing. And while your current situation may not embody this ideal, you are still committed to the consultative process, a sales method that incorporates creativity and partnership deeply rooted in a matchmaker philosophy. Second, you truly are a 
fanatic about prospecting. You love the hunt. You think about new business all the time and always have your antennas up for leads that make sense. And third, you are what we at Salem Media Group call an appointment procurement professional. That's right. You're skilled and adept at gaining a face-to-face audience with key decision makers to investigate win-win opportunities. If this threefold identity describes you, call me, Nick Anderson, General Manager at 651-289-4408 or visit us at am1280thepatriot.com. Your feet will stay warm in the cooler weather with insulated waterproof boots from Jets Shoes. Jets takes the time to measure your feet and make sure you have the right boots for whatever you're doing. Whether you need safety or regular toe styles, the friendly specialists at Jets Shoes know what will work for you. Shop a local 70-year family-owned store. Visit their Spring Lake Park location or online at JetsShoes.com. Remember, Jets Mobile Shoe Service can bring the store to you. If the shoe fits, you've been to Jets. GodTube.com. Inspiration, comedy, music, faith, and fun. Get the best of GodTube every morning and start your day with a smile. Great faith-based videos sent to your inbox daily when you subscribe at GodTube.com, a division of Salem Media Group. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Hey, two weeks from tonight, Elephant in the Room. We'll be at the uh, Stillwater Bowl in Stillwater, Highway 36, just south of uh, south of 36 on Omaha. We will likely be playing this song that night. Actually, this is uh, a buzzkill to start the morning. Taylor Hawkins, drummer for the band Foo Fighters, passed away in uh, at a gig in Bogota, Colombia last night, age of 50. Long history of drug abuse, died of, uh, by first reports, some sort of heart trouble. He has a history of drug issues. You go figure. But while it lasted, quite an amazing drummer. I first saw him, gosh, almost 30 years ago on Saturday Night Live playing Alanis Morissette's band. And he was so much more impressive than the rest of the band. It was like, whoa. Check out that drummer with Alanis Morissette singing background vocals for him. One of the great drummers of a generation of uh, excellent drummers, Taylor Hawkins, uh, rest in peace, uh, uh, gone way too young at age 50. Um, we don't know the, the cause of death yet. doesn't really matter for our purposes. Sorry to hear that. Our thoughts and prayers for all the family, everyone who cared about him and so forth. Not that any of them are listening, but just as a matter of principle, brilliant drummer. We need more of those in the world. Uh, so, uh, by the way, yeah, my band Elephant in the Room, Stillwater uh, Bowl, a week for, uh, two weeks from tonight. Uh, probably, what, 7.30 to 11.30, I think. A uh, bunch of new music coming up. bunch of new gigs to announce, by the way, this coming week. Stay tuned. I just confirmed another one uh, earlier this hour, like during the first hour of the show, confirmed our next gig. I'll tell you all about it next week. It's coming up this fall, so you have to be patient. But um, you can find out more about it uh, this coming week at, uh, well, the usual spots. Anyway, uh, we're talking about uh, Katanji Brown-Jackson, Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson, who is uh, going through her job interview this past week for Supreme Court Justice. And now, on social media, you have heard the, heard the phalanx of people saying, well, it's just a trick question. It was a stupid question. It doesn't really tell us anything we need to know. It was trying to badger her. Now, as I pointed out before the break, her ability to answer questions that half of our society, at least— maybe well over half, can look at and say, well, that's obvious. That's that's clear. While someone may consider themselves a woman, even though they are male, 
someone may be a trans man who can give birth, which means they're a woman who didn't ca- ca- trade in all their parts, but they identify as male. That's fine. Whatever. It doesn't matter. You, th- if they can waffle on that question, then they can and will waffle for political expedience on other questions like uh, wh- when does human life begin? What are How do property rights interact with other rights? Does do community uh, does does community log rolling overwhelm the freedom of association? What is a right of the people? What is justice? If someone like uh, Ketanji Brown Jackson waffles on that question, they'll waffle on all of them for pure political expedience, which was quite frankly why the progressive left, uh, with Joe Biden at its lead for the moment. Uh, are talking about it in the first place. Uh, let's go to the phones. Bloomington, Jeff, you're on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, Mitch, how are you doing? Excellent. How are you doing today? Hey, Katanji said she couldn't define a woman because she's not a biologist, but then they should have asked her to define the word incompetent. <laughs> then they should have read her the definition, not having or showing the necessary skills to do something successfully, Yep. then explain to her that is why she has no business being on the Supreme Court, or any court for that matter, and then asked her to withdraw her name from nomination. It, it was, was Marsha that asked her the question. Not it, to... you, you are correct. I have, uh, I've been set straight on that. Thank you very much, Jeff. By the way, in addition to those questions that she couldn't, uh, that, uh, that her answer on what a woman is uh, foreshadows to us here, uh, there's, there's one other thing where, where uh, Senator Blackburn's question was, in fact, fairly brilliant. Not stupid, not leading, not pointed, but fairly brilliant heading into the midterms. And yes, it is inevitably a political process, even though in, in an idealistic world, Supreme Court hearings should not be politicized and political. Uh, that train left the station during the Bork nominations 35 years ago. Uh, what this did was frame the front lines of the culture war. Because the election that we're heading towards here, the midterm and the next presidential elections, are, I think it's safe to say, referenda on the culture war and really fixing the front lines of the culture war. Who, who is where? Where is the front line? Who is on each side of it? And getting people to go on the record for what they think about it, what their beliefs are, and, and where they sit in Ray, the culture war. And this is a, a war where the lines are drawn around questions like this just as clearly as no man's land in Ukraine is between the Ukrainians and the Russians. And we are the folks who are fighting for our homeland here, folks. We are, let's just, let's just look at the war in Ukraine as a battle between two rival peoples, one of whom is trying to, uh, trying to conquer the other. We are the ones who are holding on to our homeland here, folks. Make no mistake about that. And Senator Blackburn's question helped to frame where that front line is and where the no man's land is and who is on either side of it. And for that alone, it was brilliant. Invergrove Heights, Dan, you're live and on the air. Yay. Go right ahead. Yay, Mitch. You know, uh, one of the things that also concerned me when uh, Senator Marsha Blackburn uh, asked, asked Katanji Brown-Jackson um, about how, what kind of a message she thinks it sends to parents when a biological male uh, wins a competition <laughs> uh, against uh, biological females. 
And she's replied that she doesn't know what kind of a message that sends to the parents. I mean, that's just obtuse. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she, she seems to severely lack an ability to empathize or relate with selected groups of victims, such as female uh, swimmers, you know, losing in competitions to biological males and to children who are abused in child porn videos. It took Lindsey Graham to, 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 you know, to try to straighten her out. I, I mean, I'm really scared at her weird, the weird way she, she, she sees these issues or frames them. That's actually a fairly brilliant observation there, Dan. And I'll point this out. She has been framed out there by the left as someone who, with her, with her background in, as a public defendant and a, black, a background in working with uh, public defender, I should say, and a background in working with the underprivileged, as, as we are told, uh, she's, she's a fairly populist choice. At least that's how she was originally being framed. And yet... She has these ideas about things like sentencing for pedophiles and about uh, about the effects of 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 the waffling of society on the idea of what gender actually is and the the question uh, Blackburn's question on 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 the effects this has on say the the athletes we were talking about earlier in the show uh who who the female athletes the biologically female athletes with two x chromosomes who are getting getting uh overwhelmed getting stomped flat going for scholarships up against biological males who identify as females and are crushing the female athletes i mean this is not even uh, yes absolutely right dan uh the fact that she could wax obtuse on that issue just makes me me think this is where the front line of the culture war is and whatever happens in the supreme court that's what this culture war is going to be fought about at the polls this fall And you and I are on those front lines. Thanks for tuning in. See you all next week. God bless you all. God bless America. In 1981, Heritage Christian Academy began with 13 students. Today, they celebrate God's faithfulness with 550 students in grades pre-K through 12. God has shown his provision for HCA for 40 years. Let me introduce one of God's faith-filled stories. Hi, I'm Tanya Scott. I serve as president at Heritage Christian Academy. I see HCA's values of truth, service, relationships, and excellence impact the lives of young men and women every day in the classroom, on the court, or on the stage. They use their training to know, love, and serve their Savior in all aspects of their lives. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 9 embodies for me the last 40 years at Heritage Christian Academy. Know, therefore, that the Lord your God is God, the faithful God who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. For more information about Heritage Christian Academy in Maple Grove, visit heritageweb.org. Hi, friends. This is Katie Pavlich from townhall.com. The liberal media and big tech are working overtime to promote the left's anti-American agenda to silence me and the reporters on our team at Town Hall. We must bring the truth to the American people free from the spin of big media and the censorship of big tech companies. Town Hall covers the news that matters, exposing the COVID lies, the leftist rot and crime surge in our cities, the illegal alien crisis at our southern border, and all of Joe Biden's unconstitutional overreach, including the critical race theory attacks on our children and grandchildren by school boards working with the Department of Justice. Visit townhall.com each morning, afternoon, and night for the truth as my team investigates the Biden administration, their big media friends, and leftist activists. With your support, we can keep holding government bureaucrats and their allies in the media accountable. 
Visit townhall.com today to join the fight. The fight for our nation starts with townhall.com. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. It's time to throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 1280 to Patriot hosts in high quality with Alexa and Amazon Echo. You think a lot about your family, your friends, your favorite things to do. But you know what you don't think about? Who's your plumber? Hi, I'm Kayla from Champion Plumbing. And it's okay if the only time you think of us is when something happens, like your water heater quits on you. At Champion Plumbing, we can usually install a new water heater same day. Who's your plumber? Don't think, just call. Champion Plumbing, online at championplumbing.net. That's championplumbing.net. AM 1280, The Patriot. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.